are the gentlemen advancing the melody. Yes, sir. Let's get it, man. Yes, sir, man. How 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 have you been since the last time we we sat down and uh, conversed? I'm good, man. You know, just trying to settle in, man. The fall is the fall is uh, is upon us. It seems um, it's, it's trippy though, man, because like I told you, my AC unit went out last time we chat yeah. chatted, right? And so you know, I got the you know, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm living hood fabulous. Okay. Living hood fabulous. I don't know if my neighbors approve, but I, whatever. Um, and so I feel like I feel like the Israelites in the wilderness, man. <laughs> and they say, you know, they say God, God provided uh, clouds during the day and fire during the night. I be thanking God for when it's cloudy <laughs> and rainy, man, and it ain't a thousand degrees <laughs> in my house. <laughs> so I, you know, I got a, I got a greater appreciation. For uh, the Israelites, man, and their journey, because uh, I think it's given me some wisdom to uh, maneuver okay. in my uh, unique circumstances. Okay. Because you know, bro, you know me, man. You come to my house, people get mad because I, I normally keep my shit on polar bear. Fair. You know, 60, 68, 69. And so I, you know, I miss it. But I'm making it, man. I'm making it one day at a time, man. Like you say, slow motion is still motion. It's still motion, brother. I'm all it right. is still motion. I'm all right, man. I'm, I, I feel good about the fall because also, um, you know, I, I, my summer was so wild. I just, I just, you know, I just want to take things as they come, and I don't want to rush into nothing. I don't want to, um, you know, overextend myself because I, I haven't really had a significant break mm. um, in 18 months. When, you know, when I think about it in the grand scheme of things, I ain't been on no vacations and I ain't done nothing just because, you know, st- things haven't really lined up for me. So I'm looking to, I'm looking to at least go see, uh, see, see some of my family, um, in other States. Man, I want to see my bro in Texas, but you know, Texas wilding out there still, Completely. man, Texas, Texas, they, they, uh, they've been wide open. They've been wide open for the whole joint, but I, I want to get down there. You know, I got my, I got my, my microchip in my arm, so I figure that's the point of getting, you know, take take calculated risk. Um, I want to get out there and check him out, man. And then um, my my brother, cousin, cousin brother, however you look at it, I want to check him out in um, Colorado. Okay. But um, my but him uh, and my his sister, um, my cousin, uh, we supposed to get together hopefully uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Okay. And like bring all the our kids together. Like we since we've been grown, like that you know, when we were kids, man, it was normal that we would every spend holiday. every holiday together. Yeah. And you know, with our grandmothers and, and, and our parents and stuff like that. But it seems as you know, as people get older and people start to die off, you know, the family ain't really stick together. And it, my my family, um, fairly small anyway. Mm-hmm. 
um, in, in context to some other people. But uh, since we've been adults, we really haven't gotten the chance to get, get together over a holiday with all of our kids. Okay. And so I'm looking forward to it, man. But I'm, I'm, I'm chilling, bro. You know. What about you, man? You, 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 hanging, you hanging in there, man. I mean, you, you, you're disconnected from folks. You got your, you got your mind right. You're ready to rock, man. You, um, you're, you stay on a project, man. I swear you like a, you got more jobs than a Jamaican for real, bro. <laughs> like, yo, use everything. Bro, that's, listen. Like, like, you, like, legit, man. How many jobs, how many jobs you, how many jobs do you have today? Um, so, non-profit. That's that's one. I'm a consultant, so mm-hmm. that covers a lot of the small things that I do. Photographer, mm-hmm. um, coach, mm-hmm. um, relationship coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it, man. And your day job, you well, got- the nonprofit. Well, yeah, yeah, day job. Yeah, but you but you got your own like. <laughs> Like you got, you got. I ain't gonna lie, man. You got about four LLCs, man. For real, bro. Rick Ross, Rick Ross just dropped a book, like the perfect day to boss up. Like, dude, you created that shit, man. Like, you need to drop you a book. Like, how to I'm be, work? I'm working to, on it. How to be? How to be? How to be hood? How to be hood rich? And and just you know, just create opportunities, man. Like you, you legit turn, yo, you turn. Uh, Nothing into something real quick, man. Hey, man, you gotta hey get it from the mud, bro. For real. So I, you know, I I, I admire the West Virginia hustle, man, because <laughs> I just like, damn, this nigga do everything. <laughs> Yo, you you cook, yeah, and 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 and, and uh, you a mixologist. Like I count all them jobs too. I throw all Fair. them jobs in that joke too, Fair. man. Okay, you, you do okay. a lot of you do a lot of stuff that you know a lot of people just can't do. Fair, fair point. It's crazy, man. You know, but I, it's inspiring to me because I'm like, damn, man, I, I, I ain't hustling hard enough. <laughs> Shoot, I got more problems than hustles. <laughs> but this is the year. So listen, I I know. So before we jump into um, this show is about catching up, right? Yeah, the, yeah. For the catch up. Before we talk about that, one thing that I want to like put out. Um, on the next show, we're going to talk about what our personal goals are and how we can hold each other accountable. Dang, that's right. Yeah, and, 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 and we'll, we'll be very transparent and vulnerable because we're going to share our progress on, um, on the show as well as on IG. Mm. Um, cause you, I just got off of a goal setting call and I'm like, yo, that's what is missing. Like a lot of times we, as in people, we set goals, but we don't have anybody else like with their foot in our ass. Well, I think people have their foot in your ass, but it ain't for your benefit. <laughs> it's for Fair. your, you know, it ain't, it ain't to hold you accountable because they yeah. want to see you do better. Yeah. Like they want to, they want to, they want to be your judge, juror, and executioner. I, yeah. We need people that's going to hold us accountable, but lift us up. And support us when we stumble and fall. As we are on our journey to our goals, and, and not, not and not cancel us. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. different. And I, everybody don't, everybody really don't have that that skill set, brother yeah. Jay. I th- I'm thinking about that now, man. You know, I think partly because people just kind of bog down in their own shit. That's fair. But yo, that's dope. So, but I, damn, man, that mean I gotta I gotta really be held accountable. Yeah. So think. So by the next time we meet. We're going to have at least one goal that you and I are going to hold each other accountable. And we're going to ask uh, our listeners to hold us accountable. All right. That's fair, man. That's fair. But so I, 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 
I said the show is about catching up, and yeah. this this is what I want to do. Fire round. Oh man, I'm a holler off or shout out holler. You hear that West Virginia come on? <laughs> I'm a holler. I'm a holler out some tie um some topics, and we're gonna do a fast robin. Just discuss it, right? Oh, because there was so much stuff that happened yeah, over the a, summer. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff and that happened. We're not gonna hash over everything, Dang. but but you know, um we're gonna see what we can do. And once I hit the buzzer, right? right. Once I hit the buzzer, we gotta go to the next topic. All right, let's go. Man. All right. I'm ready. So the first topic is um let's talk about what's happening with the NFL. Ah, the NFL. Well, I'm glad the season is, is is upon us, man. And I got tired of like all of the commentary and leading up to the season about uh, what rookie quarterback gonna do what and what team is gonna do what. And of course, you, you're a Cowboys fan, so you know y'all y'all think y'all going I to the Super Bowl. I actually <laughs> am not a fan of any NFL. Ah, team. that's right, that's I'm, right. You the, still the boycott yeah. is still strong, yeah, bro, boycott. since 2016. Yeah, and so I. I, I boycotted for a minute, but then, you know, I kind of got sucked back in because football was something better to focus on TV than the other shit that's been plaguing us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I might have to boycott it again. One, my New York Giants continue to suck. <laughs> um, two, I don't like I don't like what's happening to Cam Newton, man. You know, uh, he was with the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he was the, the QB1, the starter. And then, you know, for whatever, whatever reason, they, they cut him and released him before the start of the season. And many people say it's because he um, allegedly has not been vaccinated. And, you know, the way the NFL is set up now, you got crazy COVID protocols. If you uh, miss, the, miss a testing um, session, if uh, you're not vaccinated, but you can track COVID, like they penalizing you now. And so I don't know if it was because of that that he was released or because maybe he couldn't get the job done. But I still think, like, you, the brother is 32 years old. He's a former league MVP. Um, yo, hell of a career so far. He's still young. He need an opportunity. And I know he's kind of eclectic, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just because you eclectic and eccentric, that don't mean that, you know, you don't deserve an opportunity. And so I don't like the way he's being treated. Okay. Um, and so I don't know. I, I I might I might have to get back in on my on my boycott game because I'm just tired of brothers. Like yo, I and no offense. I, I love our whole village. You know what I'm saying? White, black, and 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 all points and shades in between. But I just feel like when it comes to the NFL QB, brothers don't um get the get get a fair shake. Fair. You know what I mean? They just don't. That's fair. Yeah, and so I might have to get back on my boycott game because. You know, the teams that I like or formerly like, they ain't hitting. Yep. All right, next is Deion Sanders and his involvement in HBCU football. Ah, I love it, man. I love it. So, Deion Sanders um, is the head coach of Jackson State University in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And I am, uh, he's using his celebrity to bring awareness and attention the HBCUs, and he's a hell of a coach. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's he's probably, Deion Sanders probably um, on the Mount Rushmore of top players all time in the NFL. And that's hard to beat. Um, just with all the people that have played, um, you know, to me, I would say it'd be, it'll be like Jerry Rice, Lawrence Taylor, Deion Sanders, and then you could kind of, 
flip a coin if it's uh Walter Walter Payton or Barry Sanders or something like that. But he's that type of athlete and has that type of celebrity. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's leveraging that um to encourage more support for HBCUs and giving back, I just think it's so dope, man. And he's demanding the respect of uh his peers and um the profession. And um the other uh night him and Eddie George, who is uh, a former uh, running back for um, the Tennessee Titans, um, he's a head coach at Tennessee State University. Mm-hmm. And so I just like it, the fact that the brothers is going, you know, the brothers is supporting HBCUs, man, and bringing, aware, bringing awareness because it's a lot of good talent amongst our uh, historically black colleges and universities. I think it's dope. I really do. And I, I, and I think he is um, – He's creating a standard, bro. Like yes. he's creating a standard of which HBCU should have been doing from the jump. Yep. Right. Yep. And I think um it has to start somewhere. So I commend the brother. And you know, the brother did, you know, used to be on yeah, man. my former favorite team. He's a he's a he's a proven winner. Yeah. All his career. Yeah. So Yeah. So I, I you know, much respect to him for real. Next, Kanye's album release fiasco. <laughs> Hey, we get on Kanye again. You know, Kanye's a touchy subject for you, brother. Jay. It is, it is, but I'm just, it I, It was a current event. It's a current event. Yeah. I, I, will, I will tell you this about Kanye's album. I listened to it. Um, I was underwhelmed. What about the first track, like the intro? You know, I mean, for real, he had a couple joints, but in, on his album, it wasn't anything that I was like, yo, I would in a rush to play it again mm. and the one song that is is hitting he didn't even put it on the album and how can you how can you waste a verse from andre 3000 man mm. how yeah. can you waste it i just don't understand it and so you know i the rollout was kind of dope from the perspective like yo this dude sold out uh the mercedes dome in atlanta twice and soldiers field soldier field in chicago like stadiums and the album hadn't even dropped i thought that was impressive and it sounds like a stadium uh, uh, from a, uh, a sonic standpoint. It mm-hmm. sounds like a stadium album. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's he's an artist. You, you're entitled to try new shit. But um, I really don't care what's going on between him and Drake. I heard bro- both albums. And um, I think both albums are too long. And I'd rather see them dudes fist fight. Cause you can't. <laughs> I really. I'd be more entertained. I'd be more entertained if they get on one of these like celebrity boxing matches and see who can whip each other ass. Cause it's like, yo, y'all trying to be tough guys. Y'all ain't tough guys, man. Like Drake in my comp- like if Drake was an athlete, right? You know, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. A, he wouldn't be an all time great in my opinion. I guess because I'm older, he can rhyme, mm-hmm. but he wouldn't be like an MJ, a Kobe, or even a LeBron James. Drake would be like Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> from the from the Dallas uh, Mavericks, like you, you got a championship, uh, but you're Canadian, hey. <laughs> you know, it ain't nothing wrong with our Canadian brothers and sisters, but it, it's like, yo, you just you're not a tough guy, man. Like, why are you portraying this tough guy thing, and why are you and Kanye beefing? And the crazy part is, they beefing, bro, but they got the same people on their album. And so if I'm if I'm Drake or Kanye, I'm gonna be mad at the people that I'm, I'm collaborating with, cause yo, why are you working with that dude? Fair, fair so point. yeah, I'd rather see him box on pay per view, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's good. Next one we're gonna go to Rick Ross has more than a hundred cars, but
but he just got his driver's license 45. at the age of 45. Oof. Yeah, man. The biggest boss, man. I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel because it's like, yo, I get it. You're the biggest boss, and maybe you like to get driven around or what have you. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, we ain't even talking about you need to be able to drive a manual, a stick. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just need you to be able to drive. Put it in drive and go. Like, dude, like, hey, if an emergency broke out, Rick Ross can't drive you where you need to go. <laughs> Somebody in Rick Ross' circle gets shot. He can't drive you to the hospital. At all. At all. <laughs> he's, he's short. You got to call 911 like Wyclef said it. I ain't mad at him, no, man, because, you know, he he uh, Rick Ross created the, the thigh stop. Over the uh, summer, man, because you know that it was a chicken wing shortage, and mm. so he is a big investor in wing stops, and they changed the whole gift. They made this whole campaign around uh, with about the thighs, you know. And I thought that was so. He's an entrepreneur, so I ain't gonna tag him just for not being able to drive. But I, I wonder about I wonder about grown men at old man. You like you don't get, you don't have a driver's <laughs> license. Like how do you get how do you maneuver through life? Life. Not just not just the block, but what if, life. What if you got kids? You gotta take them to soccer practice and shit. Like he's, it ain't like he's a young man. He's forty five. <laughs> he got kids. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you pay. He, he was able to pay someone to do all the driving. Yeah, I guess, man. But I don't know. I feel a certain kind of way. Like I gotta pick my son up from 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 one of his extracurriculars, and I I gotta get a ride to do it. <laughs> My dad can't come get me, yo. He don't got Uber money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, it's, it's hilarious, though, because it's like you the biggest boss and you're a hustler. You just can't do it and drive. You can't come after me. <laughs> you can't come after me. Like, you can't chase me. I stop you in your face. You're not going to, like. Oh, you rich forever and you triller, but you can't drive. More than 100 cars, bro. Like, just thinking about, like. He got an impressive collection, though. But the question is, like, bro, you got all of these, but now he may know how to drive, but legally he's not. Yeah, that, that, he's, he's not authorized. That's to drive. fair. That's fair. It's part because you know it's a lot of people in Virginia. We ride. <laughs> we ride on a suspended man. <laughs> and Ohio, right? Ohio yeah, is. Yeah, man, we'll ride. We'll yeah. ride. We'll ride it out on a suspended, yo, and 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 drive on a suspended to our court date. <laughs> 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 and leave after the judge is hey, saying, hey, yeah, hey, you know. Uh-uh. Hey, yo, yo, it's been revoked. Okay, I'll see y'all later. How you getting there? Don't going, worry about that. I'm go- the same way I got here, player. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm going, I'm going away that Rick Ross can't. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic, dating apps. Ooh, man. Well, you know, I, I had put the date. You know, when we started, the show is crazy. We're on season four now, man. Chapter four of the G.I.G. book. Yeah, I this do remember that. I remember, the like, saga. When, we, when we first started, man, and I was, I was kind of settling in, at, you know, from my divorce and trying to figure out how to get back out there, man. But it scared me, bro. And then, you know, when COVID hit, um, I was like, I don't know if I want to take that, that kind of risk. And so, you know, I've, I've had conversations with folks and, and tried to figure out how that dating thing worked. But what scares me, man, um, you don't know what you're getting on them damn dating apps, dude. Fair. You don't know what you're getting, man, because ain't nobody posting pictures without a filter no more. Fair. And, and you know, people talk about they, they 28, 35, 40, and they looking 50 and 60. <laughs> like, yo. And they out I, here looking like life ain't been no like, crystal stair, yo, bro. man, you out here like, yo, you, you 40 years old. And you, every picture you posting, you got the little chipmunk filter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You looking like a cherub. 
like, yo, what, what, what is that about, man? So I don't know. The dating apps is sketchy now, man. But I just think that's the times we in because, you know, you, you got the you got the uh, the Brazilian butt lifts mm-hmm. and, and the mm-hmm. lashes and all that. And the third, and I, ain't, I, I don't not know woman that, you know, take pride in how she present herself. You know what I'm saying? I I, I admire it, and I, I, I love it, to be honest. But, yo, enough uh, Enough is enough, man. <laughs> if you can't take no like no pictures, you can't take no pictures without a filter, brother Jay. Like no pictures without it's, a filter. It's, it's people's default now, bro. You are, and you a photographer, so I mean you kind of understand it. But it's like, yo, you can't take no pictures without a filter, brother Jay. Like, damn, it's almost like it's almost like it's the it's the HGH, man. It's like the. <laughs> It's like the steroid that that the athletes the athletes ain't supposed to take, but they doing it anyway to compete. That's how I feel about the filters on the dating apps, man. So I haven't really ta- tapped in like that because I don't know if I'm. I, don't, I think I might just want to be a man of leisure, brother Jay. What does that mean, Kev? Well, being a man of leisure means like I kind of I don't want to. I don't really want no 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 strong commitments, man, because I just feel like I don't want to set myself up for disappointment. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? And then, especially if you go you go on a dating app and you link up with a nice woman and she don't look nothing like the damn filters, mm. yo, that's that's tough, man. It ain't no coming back from that. So, do, do you... Okay. So, let me, let me, let yeah. me ask this. I'm going to hit this, hit this question <laughs> and go to the next topic. Do you think... Um, so, in the dating realm, do you think that people's expectations are too high or are they unrealistic? I've questioned myself, like, do I have unrealistic expectations? You know what I mean? Because I feel like I ain't asking for much. Mm-hmm. You know, I love a pretty smile. I love intellect. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely like a, a dope body. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I would say um, the the qualities that keep my, that keep and capture my, the qualities that capture my attention are different than the qualities that keep my attention. Okay. And so... I enjoy conver- uh, conversing about uh, different topics. I enjoy talking about the world and goals and aspirations. I enjoy having pleasant conversations um, using our words and using our intellect. Fair. That, you know, it ain't a bunch of hooping and hollering and, 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 and conflict. And you, it's, it's pleasant. And you want to be around them. You want to have those quality conversations, man. But I just think at the end of the day, some people just ain't that deep. And, and maybe maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe my expectations are too high. I don't know. Fair. It's possible. I, so I'm not blaming nobody. I'm kind of pointing the mirror at me. It's like, all right, well, you know, do I need to make my adjustments? What? Because I ain't getting no younger, brother Jay. Fair. Fair point. Yeah. And I think, but like you kind of alluded to it, I think there's certain things that will. Um, Usher said it best. You got my attention and what you're going to do with it, mm-hmm. right? Because there's going to be several things that will get your attention. But now, like, going off of um, recruitment, right? Mm-hmm. We, I, they'll do a lot to get you, but how are you retaining? How you? It's about the retention. Yeah. So the retention is key. Don't nobody want to retain me, brother Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Jay, don't nobody want to retain. They ain't old got Kev. no incentives to retain. They ain't got no huh? incentive to, to, to retain the boy, man. I got window units and shit, man. Ain't nobody trying to check for me, man. You know it. 
So that's how I feel, you know. So I don't know, man. The dating now, they, they still suspect, in my opinion. Fair. Ma- mainly because of the filters, though. Okay. Yeah. Fair. All right, Cokes, let's talk about Power Book Raising Canyon. Ooh, man. I didn't think it was going to be that good, but it took me a while to get through, uh, to get adjusted to Tariq and uh, the ghost, the power book ghost story. Well, so question, why was it called ghost if it wasn't about ghost? I, I think because it's like a prequel, uh, an, a unintended prequel about what ghost could have become if ghost had him as himself as a father. Mm. Because like, if you think about it, Tariq is still in the ghost lane. Yeah. But Ghost made sure that he was going to go to college and try to do it better than him. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes you just ain't shit. And we're finding like Kanan, Kanan, he turned out not to be shit for a reason, but there's a story behind it. And I think but, that's why I'm intrigued. So the story is complex, bro. Yes, yes. Like, with the latest episode, every I I have gone oh, back. Oh, that and, joint broke my heart, man. Bro, it was a lot. Yeah, that, that joint happened. broke my heart, man. I mean, a lot that happened, and I'm just like, yo, Fifty, you writing the hell out of this, bro? Yo, yo fifth, <laughs> like, fifth one or something, man. Like someone else was like, I hate it. It's not like Power. I was like, it's not supposed to be yeah, like Power. It's different. Like, it's, it's different. It's about a brand new character, and what I can appreciate that each each of the books has a unique vibe to it yeah where like with Tariq Tariq was similar similar to Ghost since it was since it was titled Ghost but he was always like just a few seconds right before trouble yeah like I don't know how he was managing to escape situations right before trouble Mm -hmm. or right before shit was going to hit the fan like he would become Ghost right Yeah. yeah and so I'm now seeing this what which one do you want to see after this? So we're, we saw, to, uh, we've seen Tariq. I think there's one on Tommy, and then there may be one on Tasha. I was, I'm, I'm hyped about the one that's coming up about Tommy, just because Tommy's just a live wild man. He just, he's, he's, he's probably, probably my second, second favorite character out of the whole series. Okay. Um, just because he's live, man, and um, I just want to see like how he became Tommy. Like I, I think that's the interesting part about raising Kanan is. Like, oh, Kanan and Juke was like brother and sister close. Yeah. But Kanan killed Juke in in the the first power. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, how did you how do you have this dynamic? But when you see like their family structure and the crazy uncles and the mom is like off the hook, she fine as hell though. Bro. Oh my goodness. What Ooh. got me was she when she is gorgeous, w- bro. What got me was when like the recipe took place in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, man. And he and but you can see why he turned out the way he turned out. Yeah, no choice, bro. Nah. He had no choice. And he he's smart. But the thing is, I guess, I mean, he was more slick and in power, you know, the adult Canaan. Mm-hmm. But he's like genuinely smart. Yeah. And it's crazy because like what you can become with that level of intelligence and positive reinforcement and support around you. Or if you don't have it, what you can become. Yeah. And I, I think that's the intrigue with the whole story. I, I what I what I do know is I'm not interested in watching a power book about Tasha. I don't really care about Tasha too much because Tasha pissed me off when she ain't support ghosts and, and being being on the straight and narrow, man. 
Well, yeah, I can see that, but I also can oh, see saw why. That brother as a dope dealer. She, yeah, right. She was like, <laughs> he's like, well, what did you think of me? And she was like, that you was gonna be the biggest dope dealer. And I was like, shit. I, I, you know, I admire her for supporting her man, but yo, sisters, fellas, yo, man, we we gotta we gotta uplift our partners, man. Something. I don't, I don't want nobody that want to see me locked up, bro. <laughs> and okay with seeing me yeah, locked up. Yeah. Like, completely fine Why with... Why you sitting in a condo that I got locked up for? <laughs> bro, like, was completely fine with it. Yo, and think, like, Ghost was a good dude from the standpoint, like, he took care of Tasha's whole family. I mean, the kids, but, like, the mama was on, the mama had a stipend. In the per <laughs> <laughs> she had a stipend. She had a stipend in the per diem and shit, man. Like Ghost was all right. You she know had new saying? wigs every episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see what you did there, player. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, I, I miss, I miss Ghost, man. Omari Hardwick, man. Yo, did you know that? Um, I saw him on first tape, uh, recently. And did you know he played football for the University of Georgia? I didn't. Yeah, I th- like back in the back in the nineties. Uh, yeah, he was like on special teams or something like that, man. But I say, all right, man. I but I I, I like uh, Amari Hardwick, man. I think he's a great actor. I like to see him in more stuff, man. But you know, his ghost still alive. We don't. We still really don't know, bro. Because we ain't see the body ain't see in the, the casket. You know, black folks, we need to know who got the body. Look, man, streets I, need a body, man. Yeah. <laughs> streets, streets need, need a body, body, man. Streets need a body. <laughs> shout out, to, shout out to Puerto Rican famous, yo. I love, I love it. <laughs> I love it, man. The streets need a body. Yeah, man. So I know I hit the buzzer, but that was cold. <laughs> but it was also wrong. Like, why would you say that and like reveal this? So in my head, I'm like, yo, does 50 eventually, do they eventually get rid of Famous? I don't know, man. I mean. And I was trying to think back to previous uh, seasons of Power where 50 would reveal some stuff. And I'm like, ah. Where they, they, in the the Marvel universe, in the comic book universe, they call it Easter eggs. Yeah. You know, little, little, little nuances and um, sections of a story that play out in another story. Yeah. And so, and that was one of the things I've been thinking about through the whole point. Like, man, did they ever reference um, Lulu? Did they ever reference Juke's father in the first power? But I don't have that type of time to go back and watch six seasons of first power. I, I may, I may, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I'm still disconnected from the world. Yeah, so that's I, that's, that's I may fair. do that just to get some, um, just to get some, uh, you know, up, uptake. But you know, but you know, to your point though, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, like how 50 came on the scene with like the ghetto Quran. And that was one of the songs. Like he was, he was kind of dry snitching on a record about like real, real street dudes. And that's how he got shot nine times. Nine. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yo, that could play out with famous. Cause it's kind of loosely based on Southside Jamaica Queens. Yeah. 50s life to a degree. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, but, that's a good point, though. But I'm like, yo, streets need a body, and they bought the they bought the new yours, bro. And um, I forget her. Is it Patima? Patima Brown, the the mother that plays the mother mm-hmm. on um, Raising Canaan. Mm-hmm. Like I heard, she's like a, a she she's been on Broadway and like she like a legit thespian. Yeah. And so I, you know, I definitely want to see her more. Yeah, she dope. She dope. 
Okay, the last topic, and this is going to be a more serious topic, uh, right? Here we go. More serious topic. Yeah. Um, we just, um, just passing the seven uh, September eleventh date of twenty twenty one, bro. It's been twenty years. twenty years. Mm. Um, I know we're past that on the calendar, but I did want to pause for the cause and definitely um just take a moment to reflect on on what that what that did to our let me say it correctly what that did to the United States of America mm. it's tough man just because um you know the the withdrawal from Afghanistan over the summer yeah um you know didn't necessarily go as smoothly as i think people intended it to mm-hmm. um but to commemorate the, the 20th anniversary uh or memorialize it 20 years since we've lost i mean man it's, it's one of the greatest attacks or the greatest attack on american soil for sure but like the lives that were lost man you know you had over 2000 people die in new york when the towers fell yeah and then from at the the repercussions of all of the um, sickness that people got, the first responders that got sick, and you had more people die from the effects of everything that happened during 9-11 than that actually died and passed away on 9-11. Yeah. And so, you know, that kind of compounding hurt and loss um, is big, man. And, um, you know, 20 years flies by, but it seemed, for that day it seems like it was yesterday. And I understand why some people... Um, they can remember our elders. They can remember what they were doing when Martin Luther King was assassinated, or yeah. JFK kid was killed, or Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. And like that's my September 11th moment. Yeah, I, I remember being a senior at George Mason. Um, and my frat—he wasn't my frat brother then. He was getting—he was getting pledged, but <laughs> uh, he came in and knocked on my door. We were sweet sweet mates and he was like yo yo get up the the towers fell oh no the tower a plane just ran into the towers and mind you it's like eight something in the morning i'm like yo dude you tripping we cut on the tv and it's just like mad chaos and then we find out that a plane ran into the pentagon hit the pentagon and i just remember like being on campus and there was no cell service Mm -hmm. and couldn't nobody call out or call in security and police high alert now mind you you know the campus um is probably 15 miles from the 15 miles uh from the pentagon Mm -hmm. but just the fact of being in the dc area at that time it was chaos bro it was chaos and i just you know i was just in awe and disbelief that that type of stuff could happen because it looked like something from a movie yeah but i also think it's been the first, um, it was probably the first experience at the time in my young adult life where more things began to happen in society that you just didn't think was possible, like scenes from movies. Yeah. And um, sad day, man, sad day. But, you know, the country came together for a brief moment after that happened. September 12th. You know what I mean? People came together. And and even the government, you know, our government worked together for some bipartisan initiatives and stuff like that shortly after. And then, 
you know, we we we're not together anymore. Yeah. And if you look at the political climate now versus then, like, you know, I think September 11th um, was a catalyst because people started to pick sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, if, if you were a Muslim, people looked at you, you know, society looked at you differently, even though it, you know, to practice Islam and to be a Muslim, you can't associate that with being members of, of a terroristic organization. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, but that's how, that's how elementary we are as a, as a society in our thought process. Well, you got to think, right. Every time something goes wrong, somebody has to be to blame. Yes. Right. Yes. Instead of like something happening and it was bad and the repercussions were horrible. Like, Oh, because of you, this happened. Yeah, man. And yeah. I felt, I felt like I really legitimately felt bad for individuals from um, Middle Eastern cultures yeah. who were subjected to a lot of that. A lot of, a lot of, a lot, a of, lot of bullshit. Yeah. Man. And it, it, and it's unfortunate, but I, I do think that um, that day was, was a big loss, but it also changed the way that we interacted with, with each other. Um, as members of of society and, and the greater American community, and it's unfortunate because um, the remnants of of what took place. You know, I look at I look at the terror the terrorists that uh, planned and, and carried out September 11th, the same way I look at the, the domestic terrorists that stormed the Capitol building. They're one of the same breed to me. Yeah. But at this at that time. You know, people pick sides. Now, people are picking sides, um, and it's just unfortunate because I think we're doing the um, we're doing a great disservice to the people that really lost their lives during that moment. And um, you know, it saddens me. Like I couldn't watch I couldn't watch any of the um, programming around um, the the anniversary mm-hmm. because I think we've dealt as a society um, the last months we've dealt with tough tremendous loss and it was it was like uh oh we've reopening old wounds and so mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch it you know I, I definitely I said some prayers and I um I really just reflected and I, and the thing that resonated the most is like damn yo 20 years went by fast man yeah but I think that was the crazy because that's that's how my adulthood started then graduate then graduating um the following spring and then the economy is like jacked up yeah and 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 then um compounding that with um the housing market crash that mm-hmm. jacked up the economy again and then compounding that with uh you know 45 and it's just been a lot of crazy moments mm-hmm. in my adulthood that like yo September 11 was like the first of that domino effect. Yeah. And so I don't know, you know, I, it, it's crazy because you have um kids now who are adults. Yo, they don't remember uh walking through an airport without all of the crazy security. They don't remember um they never experienced um you know life without the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. You know, like the Department of Homeland Security was created because of nine eleven, yeah, a whole a whole government a- agency. Think about that. Because of the results. 
Yeah. That's crazy, man. But listen, 20 years later, we still um, we reflect on the lives that have been lost and uh, impacted by this. Um, and, you know, my, my sincere prayer is that um, America can get better. I hope, man. Because, yo, man, how, what, what the old folks say, man? It look like we in our last days, bro. Last and evil days, bro. Yo, you got... You got Pan- pandemic, hurricanes, forest fires, crazy people. <laughs> we got a lot, man. And and it's happening <laughs> like, um, it's rapid. Yeah, like as soon as you get out of one curve, you you find yourself in the middle of another. And so, um, from the GRG show, continue to take care of yourselves. Continue to do what you need to do to um, protect your peace. And just be good humans. At the end of the day, just be good humans. Um, and continue to be light, man. You got to, man. You got to. I, you know, we, Regardless of your political views, your perspective, your your religion, or what you, you know, what you believe, believe and value, man. Like, we all need each other. You know what I'm saying? We all need each other. Um, but I don't know, man. But yeah, uh, 20 years goes by like that. How, how old were you September 11th? Ooh, that's a good question. I was in the 10th grade. 10th grade. How? What was it like? It was different, especially since um, I had friends whose parents worked in the Pentagon and they couldn't get in touch with them. Mm. Ooh, that's mm. So that was a long day. It was a long day. Um, it was a long day. I And, you know, we were in West Virginia, but we were close. And where I am, where I was in West Virginia, that's still considered part of the D.C. metro area. Yeah, it's a bedroom community. Yeah. Right? And so we were close, but we were far away to where we couldn't really see the action. Mm-hmm. But just to know that in an instant, people that were like in the same room with me were negatively impacted directly. Yeah. Um, it was a long day. It was a long day. And it, I'm pretty sure though you weren't as close to all of the chaos it's impacted your life tremendously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, it, I think they did a, they did an interview with the, uh, the second graders that uh, Bush two was reading to um, the day that he got the yeah. he got the call and 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 they did it, but they're adults now. And I didn't I didn't like I said I didn't watch any of the programming, but I would like to check out the interview to just see like how they have been impacted because I know it's trauma, G. Yeah, it's trauma. Yeah, regardless of what they were able to process. Yeah, um, just seeing the moment where the president receives that intel and how he responds. And I'm pretty sure, you know, children can pick up on vibes and energy. Oh yeah. They, they pick up, they pick up on it better than adults for real. Yeah. Because we, we learn, we are classically conditioned not to, Mm -hmm. but yeah, just, just, I'm, I'm sure that energy shift was, was detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, um, bless the, bless the families and, and prayers for the families that have, um, that uh, of the victims and um, 
it's tough. It's tough because I know people are still mourning. Yeah. People are still mourning, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy, though. Absolutely. Yeah, it's heavy. But, uh, yeah, be light, man. Yeah, take care of yourself. Love, your, love, your, love one another. Bring more harmony than harm, man. And, you know, just try to, try to, try to, try to make the world, try to make the world a better place again, man. For you and for me. <laughs> Saw what you did there. <laughs> Love you. Hey, man, you just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Until next time, be light. Be light. Thank you.